Don't miss Corrine Casey, the great-granddaughter of the psychic Edgar Casey, speaking at East-West Bookshop on Saturday, October 20th. She'll talk about lessons from the Edgar Casey readings, Buddhism, and the latest brain research. Call the East-West Bookshop today at 206-523-3726 to register or visit them at eastwestbookshop.com. That's eastwestbookshop.com. Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Good morning and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in gorgeous Seattle. This is like my favorite month. I usually take this whole week off. I went back to work yesterday after traveling from North Carolina, which our guest lives in North Carolina. We're having a guest on the show. I haven't interviewed someone in a while. Dust off your interviewing chops. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be dusting those off in a little bit. But she lives in North Carolina in the Blue Ridge Mountains, I heard, is stunningly gorgeous. But you know, my last baby got married on Saturday. So yeah, wasn't even the youngest. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Knocking them all out. I know. They're like, I'm done. I'm like, wow. You know, so uh, yeah. So Misha and Seth said I do um, at the Timberlake Sanctuary in North Carolina. It's a stunning 25-acre organic forest. In fact, the um, rehearsal dinner was in what they call this treehouse. They have this lovely treehouse. That's where Seth and Misha also slept um, after their vows which all is really of your like, daughter's weddings have been amazing yeah i would like, totally agree venues picked yeah. out perfectly right i mean because each one for them exactly yeah. and then they all have little personalities oh. they all worked exactly well how you know I seth and misha are agronomists you know and they actually live in oklahoma mm-hmm. and so they're outside all the time they hike it's they perfect. backpack they work outside yeah. so of course they want to get married in the woods literally so on the um rehearsal dinner we were serenaded, I would say, by millions of crickets. Aww. It was so loud. Okay, there was the occasional flying cockroach and <laughs> and the non-poisonous centipede flying around, too, or crawling on That's things. That's wildlife. But it was just, like, breathtaking. It was <laughs> so amazing. I didn't want to leave. It was so beautiful. So congratulations to them. So today, for our first half hour, I'm interviewing Corinne Casey. She is the granddaughter of Edgar Casey, who I believe, and we'll find out more from Corinne. It'll be really fun to chat with her and and get to know her a little bit. She's going to be in Seattle October 20th at East West Bookshop teaching a class. Um, So it'll be fun to find out more about Edgar Casey, of course, from an official family member who was raised in the Casey teachings. In the first two minutes of just chatting with her before, it's like a such lovely. presence already. Right? Really, really She's lovely. owning it. And so you're the, so um, Corinne Casey, we're, we're welcoming you to the show. She's the great granddaughter of the American mystic Edgar Casey. Um, and I think of, hello, Corinne, and welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Marie. Yeah, lovely to have you. Um, so what, what I think of when I think of Edgar Casey, I always think of him as the first modern medical intuitive. That's how I look at him. Um, I've always loved his work and his teachings. I've had the pr- privilege of speaking to your organization once here in Seattle and listening to um, teachers within the organization who are just profound and enlightened and extremely wise. So what was it like being raised in this very consciously aware 
a family that also believes in health and medicine in a way that most people don't? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think, you know, when I was a little girl um, growing up in my family, it was uh, completely normal. (laughs) There was nothing that that stood out um, as unusual for me. I mean, we lived on a small farm close to the ocean. We spent lots of time outside, and I have a clear memory of, you know, um, maybe I was in second grade and we needed to come in to um, our class prepared to say what our parents did. And at that point, <laughs> both of both of my parents worked for the ARE, the Association for Research and Enlightenment, that sort of houses all of Edgar Casey's readings and continues to study them and right. um, offer lots of conferences and such. Um, but my father encouraged me to say that he was a child psychologist, which he was, <laughs> and that my mother was a social worker, which she was, both trained and worked in those fields, but were no longer doing that at the time. And I think that was just sort of a gentle effort on my parents' part to yeah. help it feel normal for yeah. me, you know, and sort of gradually as I got older, and certainly now as I look back, I can, there are some things that really stand out to me as as unique that were very much part of just the fabric of my everyday and probably, you know, the first most profound thing that was always there was um, this idea that there's more to us than our, than our physical body. Right. You know, my, my uh, parents would tuck us into bed at night and as part of our nightly prayers would say, you know, thank you so much for choosing us for coming to this family. And so I think since the very beginning, there was just kind of this awareness of there is more than what I can see right now. Like at some point there was some part of me that may have lived before. And, you know, that there was just sort of that awareness, which I think is very uh, unique and unusual. And certainly, as you mentioned, with um, all of the AC readings on health and healing, there were, you know, things that were part of our everyday, like not eating uh, citrus and dairy together and, you know, just sort of mm-hmm. very uh, routinized um, pieces from the readings on mm-hmm. how to live, what to eat and sort of and drink and how to sort of move through your days in a healthy way that were very much a part of the way that my parents were, were raising me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, is that... Off yeah. the top of my head, probably. It's lovely. I, I think it, I, I, you know, when I'm reading information about you too, I, I, you know, I think that you've also think, thankfully for your teachings, I was raised very similarly, um, very blessed mm-hmm. for that, that with your teachings, you're able to take it kind of, and I don't want to say to the next level, because I do think health and awareness and taking care of our bodies and using holistic treatments is absolutely 100% what humans need to be doing. And Edgar mm-hmm. Casey has volumes of information, right? The foundation does. Right where people can look up things, read about a history, a case history that may relate to what's going on with them, and try holistic remedies that have proven to work. So I think it's phenomenal. But then we take it to, and I I guess the next level isn't maybe an appropriate word for that, but everything's about vibration, right? Everything's about frequency and vibration. And so what you love doing in your approach to life coaching, which is what I believe you're going to be teaching um, later on in October coming up. You'll leave the beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains and come to Seattle, which should be gorgeous, hopefully still in October. Um, yeah, Have you been to Seattle before? I have. It's been a couple of years, but I remember um, 
I remember liking it a lot. I remember it being a little bit rainy. Yeah, <laughs> it might be rainy in October. Today is stunning. Like, there's not a cloud on the sky. It's just so beautiful. Oh, so oh, that is nice. So, you know, from what you've learned on your own, perhaps, th- thankfully for the freedom that you've had in your life to, you know, to um, have a different consciousness, perhaps. Mm-hmm. You know, you've learned a lot about frequency and vibration and joy. And that's what you like to do is to help people, you know, to help lead people to this place of vibrational joy so that they can attract or identify what is next in their life, right? Is, mm-hmm. Would you say that's accurate? I would say that's accurate, yeah. I would say that um, probably the two, once we, if we are going to look sort of beyond the health readings, as you were talking about, to more of the questions that Edgar Casey got in his readings about, um, you know, what we're doing here and what uh, what is the purpose of our life and sort of what happens after we die and all, all of the sort of bigger metaphysical questions that he was asked um, probably the things that he mentioned most consistently that would be helpful for every person in their daily life here would, the first thing would be um, meditation. And the second thing would be working with their, working with their ideals, which I think touches on what you're talking about around how we sort of uh, work with our minds, work with our vibrations, work with ourselves to sort of envision um, and get really clear and sort of claim how we want to be living our life and how we want to be showing up and to sort of really take time to um, clarify that in our own minds and write it down and get kind of closer and closer to sort of the purpose that Edgar Casey said for each soul mm-hmm. here, which is to recognize our, our oneness with God, which very quickly, you know, gets very, <laughs> very esoteric and out there. But well, not, not to my audience or our audience right. today. Definitely right. not. Our audience loves all of that. You know, like the right. God word, you know, right. and, or the universe word or whatever. And, right. Right. You, you know, what's so interesting a lot, you know, because Edgar Casey is so known for his medical awareness and, and his medical intuitive abilities. Right. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. and yet I think sometimes we forget, you know, what a spiritualist he was, you know, just right. so profound. Like he really believed in the magnificence of every being. And that's what his teachings talk about over and over and over again is about right. how profound we are. Mm-hmm. So you attended the, and I don't know if I'm going to say this correctly, the Naropa University. Yes. Is, is that in Colorado? Yes. It is. It's ah, in Boulder, Colorado. It's in Boulder, yeah. right. And so you got your master's degree there in leadership. I did. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. so what was your goal when you were studying the leadership aspect of that? <laughs> well, I, you know. <laughs> and I love your I laugh, know. by the way. That's adorable. <laughs> my goal. I wish I was that clear-headed at 23, you know, to know my, right. what my exact goal was. I think my motivation at the time was I was really ready to um, dive in deeper with meditation, to have some structure and some discipline mm-hmm. and some deeper teachings around meditation. And Naropa is a contemplative university founded by a Buddhist teacher that really mm-hmm. weaves in uh, contemplative mindfulness meditation practice to every program and every degree, like you, you can't get it away, get away from it there. And that's what I was really after um, and wanting to give myself. And then the leadership uh, specifically, um, you know, another sort of core idea from the reading that I absolutely got growing up in my house was that uh, so much of what our life is about is being of service, uh, of service 
determining what we can offer that is hopeful and helpful and how can we learn from the things that are challenging us in a positive way to help to help other people you know mm-hmm. and that was just so much of of what uh, my what was happening in my home and what uh, my own longing for and the leadership for me I thought it and it also ties into this idea of ideals of sort of how can we be our best how can we achieve excellence not only alone, but when we're together in groups, you know, Mm -hmm. whether it's our work group or our family Mm -hmm. group or our Mm -hmm. social group, like how can we be our best and specifically looking at um, what challenges us, what challenges us, you know, where our conflicts are and like where we are prone to getting off track and to beat ourselves up or become dysfunctioning in some way. And how can we improve? How can we shift that so that we can be we can work really well together. We can handle conflict skillfully. We can be happy, joyful, as you said. Like, how can we can return to that place? So leadership, I saw as sort of a pathway, not necessarily for a specific job, but for a specific way of being able to uh, be of service in whatever sort of job I wanted to do. And and it, it set me, it set the groundwork, I would say, definitely for where I am now with um, with the holistic life coaching and being a life coach and how much I love that, that there was a whole training piece around mm-hmm. um, authentic presence and, mm-hmm. and coaching itself. So there were some seeds that got planted in that program for, for where I am and where I am now. Yeah, sure. I, I definitely think it's important to recognize where our resistance is. You know, and when you're in resistance, mm-hmm. you may not see it clearly because all your buttons are pushed or a, a few of right. them and you're blinded by... The situation, you may feel yourself regressed, you know, in your coping mechanisms. But but if you're conscious enough and aware enough, which comes from stillness and meditation and, you know, all the beautiful Mm -hmm. things that you love and are interested in, then when you're out of it and you kind of get back on track, then you can go, oh, yeah, oh, wow, that pushed all of my buttons. So that when you come to that position again, because it will happen again in some way, shape or form, most likely, you know, right. you know, then you can be mindful of, oh, yeah, this is the place where I tend to drop my joy. This is the place where I tend to, you know, abandon my, my, myself in, for a few moments right. because I feel insecure, unhappy. I'm back in past conflict, whatever the deal is. And then we can be right. very self-nurturing and very, very loving and maybe make it kind of humorous, you know, like, right. I think it's so fun when you can, and I just spent a whole weekend with my entire family, you know, so, <laughs> so and it was a very joyful experience, but there's a few mm-hmm. button pushings that, you mm-hmm. know, I had, luckily mm-hmm. not with my kids, but my other family members, right, mm-hmm. um, the ones that mm-hmm. I grew up with. And, mm-hmm. uh, and it was so fun later when, after I took a day of rest, you know, and to go, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. That's going to probably happen again. And I want to be mindful in that moment so we can, right. al- you know, this is all about us allowing ourselves to be in our higher self at any moment. And some people may get it when they walk into their job or, mm-hmm. you know, they leave their house and get into traffic or whatever the deal is. Right. 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 And, and right. that's what slows us down. That's what it's that on and off, on and off, on and off energy mm-hmm. that doesn't really yeah. allow us to be in that, ah, you know, yeah. phenomenal yeah. place of our magnificence that we all are. Right. We're all magnificent beings. Right. Yeah. Right. And I think there's such a piece there. Um, I love what you're saying. And, and I think there's just a real thread there that has become so clear to me recently. And this is part of what 
I'm looking forward to talking about when I'm in Seattle and exploring with the people oh, there. Is, um, perfect. Is this thread of um, when we get those moments, right, when we have the time, when we get totally triggered and we are just not ourselves at all or feeling good, and then we have a moment to sort of reflect back and see uh, what we want to do differently or how we want to be, and then, and then we're in the situation again, right, like just right. like you said, like, and that, but then there's a small, tiny gap, right? A small, tiny yeah. gap between the same awful words pouring out of our mouth between <laughs> like, oh, here's this time where I'm doing this thing that I don't want to do. And <laughs> right. then you know, there's the gap where we notice we're doing it and then we still do it anyway, you know, and then the, just the hope is like the gap gets a little bit bigger and we can, right. we can hold back. But, and there's such a core piece there around um, being good to ourselves yes. to all the time. How many moments yes. we have, if you think about our days, where we're just not showing up the way we want to yes. and how that creates this sort of shell that can be too tight for us saying we're not doing a good enough job, right. right? We're not doing it right. Like we're somehow not good enough to be, you know, to be alive basically. I mean, at its worst, at its worst point, but like, and then that's the place that sort of fear place that so often starts to shift our lives in ways that we don't want, you know, that we start. Yeah. Uh, Do you think it's yeah. the self-love? Like, cause conscious, when you are loving yourself and nurturing yourself, that's consciousness, right? That's where you right. recognize you are a being of God and right. you're delicious and adorable and magnificent and handsome and wonderful, no matter what has occurred or hasn't occurred. So do you think it's mm-hmm. that moment where you, you somehow get humorous about it or you, you don't belittle yourself or throw yourself under the bus. Do you think that's what creates that larger gap where the gap gets a little, you know, maybe by a few minutes, you know, or mm-hmm. we don't need an hour of a gap, you know, we just need right. you know, like m- maybe an additional 45 seconds or three or four minutes or whatever the deal is. Do you think, cause I think it is, but I'm, I'd love to know what you think, you know, is, is it the, that self-worth that makes that gap bigger that we go, mm-hmm. oh, oh, I'm about mm-hmm. to, I could dive in that old space again, you know? Mm-hmm. Do you think mm-hmm. that's what it is, or do you have another thought no, about it? No, I absolutely, I absolutely do think that's what it is, you know? Mm-hmm. And I and I think often that voice, that, like, harsh, mean voice of fear <laughs> that's there, is it takes a while to get to, right? Like, often we can start correcting ourselves or wanting to be different, with another mean should voice, yes. right? Oh, yeah. That's not the self-love. That's not the sense of being okay just as things are. And I know for myself, when I was at Naropa and started doing all of that meditation, like that's when I suddenly started to be able to hear those those oh, voices. Like they were, I had, I had I had thought for so often, like I I I have confidence. I feel good about myself. Like I don't right. need anyone. I don't need you know. And it was just sort of like, but then there was just subtler and subtler sort of layers of, um, of of the harshness and sort of how to be able to sort of stay with it, like the tension between, right, like the joyful, loving, magnificent, like embracing of ourselves just as we are and trusting that we are held in this, you know, golden uh, bowl of the universe and this, like <laughs> fear of, of not being good enough and right. doing it wrong and right. berating ourselves right. for how often we're not that person. The tension between those two, right, is like, is the path, right. is the, is, is where it all unfolds kind of. And that's, and that's, I think, 
where coaching can really come in and and be so powerful and so many tools you know the meditation and just and and I loved exploring your website a little bit and the um, energy work that you talk about there and the ways that we sort of learn to care for ourselves and and find our way um, so all, all part of that yeah it, it's all about frequency and vibration and I think when we can catch ourselves in those really difficult moments you know that and be mm-hmm. nurturing or whatever, laugh about it or whatever mm-hmm. the deal is. Um, that's when mm-hmm. we expand. We expand our aura. We feel that alignment to our higher self. We can hear, see, or feel our own magnificence and the magnificence of the others around us that are pushing right. our buttons in that moment, you know, because right. that's just a perception, right? It's only right. a perception. And I think that when we can embrace those moments, which is so hard, you know, because so hard. Right, it's so hard um, and humbling. It's such a humbling totally. experience, right? Totally, that, totally. That I think helps totally. us to, you know, love and appreciate every human being on the planet and helps us to right. understand um, what people are going through. Okay, so yeah. you um, have this, you know, unique um, approach to life coaching, right? So mm-hmm. so maybe you could share a little bit about that while we have a few more minutes um, before we mm-hmm. go to our first break. Sure. Um, right, so life coaching is kind of a wide open field like um every anyone you can sort of make it your own and however you want there's all sorts of different schools and trainings and certificates and everything but right now it's very different than therapy or consulting or any of these other things as far as needing a degree or a license to be able to practice so for my for my life coaching practice um, i i draw um primarily on certainly my path as a student of the Edgar Casey reading, although I will say that all of the women I'm coaching right now are not um, any more deeply than sort of generally familiar with the readings themselves, I wouldn't mm-hmm. consider, sure. if, if, if at all. So that's much more a covert operation on right. my part of just sort of grounding it in that. And then also, <laughs> um, also the uh, my training in mindfulness meditation and um, my leadership training also really informed informs it. So I work primarily with um, with women who are um, either in times of transition or facing a particular challenge related to their relationships or work or mothering. I have two young children myself, so mothering is a particularly ripe area in my life right now. And mm-hmm. um, and. Yeah, and then we just, I see it as kind of a combination of um, friend, uh, mother, teacher, like holding this kind of special space of being an objective uh, partner in your life to sort of bring in these different tools and perspectives for women who are really ready to, who are feeling kind of like they're ready for their life to be different in some mm-hmm. way, you know, that they're, they have the energy and the motivation to sort of take, take some form of action or they're just extremely uncomfortable with something and they're needing some form, some tools and something, some way of dealing. And it was through this, the last number of years that I've been doing this, where this terrain of fear and sort of self-love and how that connects back to teachings and the readings and how, how that informs that path and Buddhism itself as well, in addition to sort of everything that we know about the brain now that we didn't know, you know, when Edgar Casey was giving his readings right. back in the 20s and 30s and, right. and uh, so sort of weaving all of those 
things together, I would say, is part of is is part of my practice now. Well, lovely, and thank you so much, Corinne, for being on the show um, this morning and giving us a heads up about your class that will be um, at East West Bookshop on October twentieth. Is do you know what time that class is? I believe it's all day. I think all day. it starts maybe around nine. Okay, nine to four or five something. Wonderful. Like Thirty, and yeah. people can go to East West Bookshop and um, register for that. Um, or, and what's your website? How can people connect with you? Oh, my website is Casey, which is C-A-Y-C-E, coaching.com. Wonderful, wonderful. We yeah. wish you a wonderful trip here in Seattle and a lovely class on o- October 20th. And thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. It was really a pleasure. Oh, you're welcome. All right, have a beautiful day. You too. Take care. Okay, and we're going to take a break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. Then we'll be right back answering our callers' questions. Don't miss Corrine Casey, the great-granddaughter of the psychic Edgar Casey, speaking at East-West Bookshop on Saturday, October 20th. She'll talk about lessons from the Edgar Casey readings, Buddhism, and the latest brain research. Call the East-West Bookshop today at 206-523-3726 to register or visit them at eastwestbookshop.com. That's eastwestbookshop.com. Some of the best sounds you'll ever hear are generic, safe, effective, even money-saving, just like FDA-approved generic drugs. Even if they don't come in the exact same color or shape as their brand name equivalents, they have the same key ingredients and go through a rigorous review process. Talk to your doctor or pharmacist today and visit fda.gov slash generic drugs. Generics are safe, effective, and can save you money. You'll like the sound of that. I'm Gary Mance. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. We're a couple of baby boomers who bring you a talk radio mix of metaphysics and music, politics, and pop culture. And you never know which celebrity will join us for an interesting conversation. Mance and Mitchell is Boomer HQ, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on 1150 AM KKNW. Your home for alternative talk in Seattle and Western Washington. Marie Manucheri has had the pleasure and honor of shifting the vibration of thousands of clients and students from around the world. Her method, Divine Energy Medicine, is the art of raising the human energetic frequency, leading to mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health. During this two-day intensive course, you will discover how to read the energy of others while improving your relationship with yourself, Gain intuitive knowledge of the synergetic relationship between chakras and human feelings and identify energetic locations and actions of the energy centers. Join Marie on Saturday, March 23rd and Sunday, March 24th, 2019 in Vancouver, Washington and practice divine energy medicine to increase your ability to connect deeply with others. For more information, go to energyintuitive.com. The Marie Manucheri Show is streamed live over the internet. So if you have friends or family members living outside of the Seattle area wanting answers to life's questions, encourage them to listen to the show 
and to call into the show to talk with Marie. If you are interested in receiving guidance on an issue in your life, call Marie locally at 425-373-5527 or toll free at 1-877-825-8828 for her insight into your situation. Alternative Talk, 1150 on AM, 98.9 HD3 on HD, 1150kknw.com on the web. Please play, watch us go round and round each time. You got that jeans. That's such great music. We had so much fun dancing at the wedding. And, of course, four of my girlfriends flew to North Carolina for the wedding. So um, thank you, 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 thank you. One more. Thank you. There you it was go. so nice to have my dear beloved friends with me dancing Aww. in the moonlight, you know, in the mountain. It was just and, and, you know, just how much they love Misha and how I just so appreciate their presence there. It was wonderful. And, you know, I'm just so grateful. Sounds like it was an amazing time. It was time. so much fun. And yep. I know we haven't talked about politics because, honestly, I can't even listen so to the on. interview right now because... They're in the middle of it. I know. It's going to make me upset. So I'm just going to watch the highlights. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my gosh. You know, Brett Kavanaugh should not even be... You know, he should not yeah. even leave committee. Hello. You know, like, this is so bad. <laughs> and so everybody's going to vote in November. And you're going to vote blue so we can get good people into the White House and the Senate and the House and we can you know, stop any future um, Supreme Court justices that are going to, you know, vote negatively against women or mm-hmm. just people in general. And um, and then we'll get a different president in a couple years who's hopefully got some color and maybe a woman. That would be nice for a change. That would be really lovely. But whoever, a, a lovely, lovely human being who cares about humanity and wishes us all happiness and joy and health and honors reproductive rights and you know all the all the stuff okay that's all i'm going to say about it for now all right all right who do we have on the phone wiping it clean yeah Uh, we're wiping it clean all right 877-825-8828 is the number for the marie main cherry show and uh kudos to all the listeners already still holding from the very beginning yeah thank you we had a wonderful interview with corinne casey and so now we will move on to those yeah so you're right everybody's been waiting for half an hour sharon how are you i'm scrambled are you scrambled (laughs) why what's up uh, well, um, two weeks ago, I went into hospital and oh. had a very mild stroke. And oh. then next day, I had a grand mal seizure. Oh. They let me come home. Uh-huh. That was nice of them, yes. Yeah, but I can't drive for six months. Well, yeah. yeah. When you have a seizure, they don't let anyone. It doesn't matter what happened. Yeah. The thing is, yeah, I want to know from you if you see anything that I could be doing that I'm not doing? Well, first of all, what I like about it is you're getting some rest. Yeah. You know, because you tend to be busy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I love that, I mean, I'm sorry you had a stroke, but I'm really happy you went in the hospital and they've done every test now. They've checked you out from head to toe, basically. And they've given you some help, a little bit of medicine. Yeah. And I think that's good. So I think this is a good thing. Well, they're not quite done testing. No, of course not. But this is good. This is really good. You needed to go in. You don't take really great care of yourself. You know what I mean? Well, that's disappointing to hear because I always thought I kind of did. I well, li- I do like my share of junk food, but <laughs> I'm eating more vegetables. Okay, eating 
junk food regularly is not taking good care of yourself. You can't do it. You just it's not good for us. It's just like bleh. It's bleh for the body. So so I'm actually very I think this is gonna prolong your life, by the way, because you've gone in, you've had your good checkup, head to toe, and of course they're gonna continue to take care of you. And you get to rest and get necessary whatever you might need. I think this is really good. Your energy looks great to me. You're pulling in energy from the root, the crown, the third eye. So I want you to, instead of thinking this is a setback, I want you to take it as, yay! Okay. Because you recovered from the stroke really well. I, I really did. You did. I, I don't beautiful. feel I have any deficits at all. I don't feel so. So this is awesome. It's th- This is the picture I keep getting in my head, well, why I know everything that I'm saying. And, and what I'm about to say is not what happened to you, but it's a metaphor for me. So sometimes people will have a mild heart attack, like it doesn't cause any serious cardiac damage, but they find out that they have these arteries that are full of junk from eating junk food. So they go in and do a rotor-rooter into their arteries or do a bypass, and now their cardiac function is amazing, and they've added decades to their life. So that's what I, how I feel when I read your energy. And when I looked at your energy, and you're taking, so this is a good thing. So, but this is also a wake-up call. No more junk food. Stop it. It's also, not healthy. Yeah. They did. They looked at all my, all my arteries. I know. All my. I know. Everything yeah. and everything is pristine. Right. Isn't that amazing? It is. Yeah. So this is great. Go have a lovely life. Go rest and eat more vegetables. So what should I be doing? I just told you. Have fun. Have fun. Don't get in that depressed mode that makes you go eat the junk food. Go, go for walks, have fun with friends, whatever. When they tell you it's okay to go for long walks, just have fun. Well, I've already done that. All right. Well, take it easy, okay? <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank you, Sharon. Have a lovely day. Thanks, Sharon, for joining us. 877-825-8828 is the number for the Marie Manuturi Show. We'll move right along. We'll take Julie now calling in from Seattle. Julie, welcome to the show. Hi. Hi, there. Hi Julie. How are you? Hey, I'm really good. Good. I'm calling because I feel like I have just been getting really clear about who I am. Oh, congratulations. No, That's such a really transformation. Isn't it amazing when you can actually see yourself? It's like, oh, there I am. You know, and of course, that's a lifelong experience, right? We're like, oh, and there's some more of me. And oh, my gosh, I'm over here, too. You know, like, it's just phenomenal. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Congratulations. Oh, exactly. so what's your question? Yeah. Well, why am I having... Um, Grief? Some, I want to see some neck spine mm-hmm. kind of going down to my leg, but maybe the top of my skull. Kind uh-huh. of like, not top of my skull, but where the, where the top of the neck meets the skull. Uh-huh. I don't know what's going on. Okay, so here's what I heard is that you have some grief to release. Do you cry very much? I don't have anything to cry about. Yeah. Well, he, here's what I think. When people start to see their magnificence, there is this letting go. And this whole spine is about letting go. There's a letting go of who we thought we were that I think is important. And so, and you don't necessarily have to have tears and it doesn't have to be a huge amount if you do, but I think you need to do some grief work. I mean, I think, you know, letting go of who you thought you were through some release of sadness because you're not going to be that person anymore and, and moving into the person that you are. That's what I think is coming up. And I don't think you let yourself feel grief very often. Interesting. And I think I'm grief, fine. pardon? I think you're right. 
Okay, great. And I think grief, when we allow ourselves to experience it, even for a moment, it doesn't have to be days, weeks, months. It can be just moments at a time. Sometimes I think that's even more authentic, where it's just a spontaneous wave. Um, I think it can be very powerful in propelling you to the next level even. So just get curious about it. Rest in your abdomen. Connect with your authentic emotional body, which is in your auric field. I talk about this a lot on the show. I'm sure you have heard me say that. Do your best to get out of your head, rest in your body, and, and just ask, how am I feeling? How am I feeling right now? And, and I think you'll get all the information that you need. Great. Okay. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Have a gorgeous day. Isn't Seattle stunning today? It's amazing. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I just had all the yard guys at my house yesterday. Like, they did major work. So I'm like, oh, now I can just go out and pull a few weeds. Sprinkle some fertilizer, maybe put some lime on the lawn. I don't have to do any of the hardcore stuff. I'm so happy. A friend of mine, Julie, she's uh, she doesn't have a pool, but she has a lawn boy. So you must have multiple <laughs> lawn boys. I have multiple, yes, yeah. right? Here, yeah. lawn boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had Fix. some lovely men come to the house yesterday and and just pulled See? all the because I have there's <laughs> like the the um, there's behind my house is a wetland mm-hmm. area, mm-hmm. and so nature really just like comes into my yard because mm-hmm. it's on the side and behind me. And there's so many spiders right now. Uh, yeah, it's the season. Yeah. And so I'm too scared to pull the weeds in those areas. And they just did it so fast and so quick. And it looks stunning. And I got to go get some bark and throw it down quick. Or, or they're um, coming back. They're going to come back, those weeds. Yeah. Well, um, who do we have next? Yeah, we'll travel out to Northern Virginia. Ooh. We have Nicole joining us. Nicole, welcome to the show. Nicole, are you there? Hello. Okay, we'll just hold for a minute. We'll check back with her. Claire from Ohio. Claire, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hi, welcome to the show. How are you? Oh, great. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I know you. Oh, yes, you do. Yeah. How excited to talk to you. Oh, so what can I do for you? Let's see. Um, I have one issue that I'm having at work. Um, I have a new job. I'm a a social worker in healthcare. Right. Um, but I go out to people's homes at hospice, which is really Oh, thank you so much for doing that. That oh, is just thank amazing. You. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Are oh, you having any you. weird experiences? Um, like, sometimes, yeah. I, I wonder if, if it's just my imagination or no. if I'm really, yeah, okay. Yeah. You know, when people are with someone around the time of their death, which could even be months before, right? Um, when you're around people who are in that process of transition, gateways, literally archways of opening occur all around that person, their home, the hospital, wherever they happen to be in their transitional experience because their energy is leaving their body and, and coming back or leaving and, and part of it is, let's say, on the other side, waiting for the rest of it to show up, right? So there's a lot of energy movement that's very profound and people who are sitting with individuals or working with them like you are, um, they can have many, many multisensory experiences because they're right in the thick of this, you know, huge vibrational transition and openings. Okay. Okay, so what's your question, though? Oh, um, well, that's good to hear because I just funny things happen. Like, I'll see a patient and they'll die the next day or whatever, you know, or that day. Yeah. So it, it is a huge privilege. It really it is. is. It's beautiful. Thank you for doing it. It's really lovely oh, work. Thanks. Um, but one problem I'm having is that, um, like, uh, I've been, I work in healthcare, traditional healthcare, as you know, and I get frustrated because, like, I have, you know, I live, uh, I 
you know, take vitamins and I see a chiropractor and I do acupuncture occasionally and, you know, I take an adrenal supplement, blah, 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 whatever. And I, it's frustrating to see all these people do not, you know, the health care, my coworkers, but also patients. Yeah, well, and you have it, you know, if you have, you could make different changes. You could study non-traditional health care and consider moving in that realm. Or, and you have to let go of the choices that people make. That's really important. So either you have to find a way where you don't judge, and, and I know it's ju- you're judging positively. You only wish them health and happiness, but people are at different levels of consciousness. So as long as you're going to work in conventional medicine, because when I look at medicine, which I love, you know, I love it, miss it, but uh-huh. it's an amazing. To me, it's very similar to politics. It's very similar to the law. It moves slowly. Slowly. So there's not going to be any major shift in consciousness. And you moved to Ohio. You used to live in Seattle. So, you know, so not only, I mean, and and I must say, um, I had a a little spill a couple months ago, and I went to the ER for some x-rays. Luckily, I didn't break anything, which was fortunate. And the first thing the doctor in the ER said to me, he doesn't know me, of course. And I was in the hospital I worked in that I loved. He goes, and by the way, don't go see a chiropractor. If I had more with me, but I was in so much pain that I couldn't really yell at him, I would have said, excuse me, what are you talking about? I've been seeing a chiropractor, you know, my whole family's been seeing chiropractors for generations, right? But I didn't say that. So, and that's in Seattle. So what I'm trying to say to you is you need to either be okay with the way conventional medicine is and the fact that your coworkers are going to eat crap and not take good care of themselves. You have to be okay with that, or you need to find a different venue to do your work. Okay. So do you feel like I have the universal support if I went oh. and became a naturopath? Or- of course. Everyone has the support of the universe. Everyone does. When you do things that are in alignment of your highest good that brings you joy, that gets you excited and curious, you have more than more support than you could ever imagine. You get the momentum of the universe. So absolutely. Yeah. Go figure something out that makes you happy that's that's other than conventional medicine, whatever that is, go check out some things, go take some classes, look at things, you know, just go for, you know how to do all this. You're very smart. So go figure it out and see what makes you go. "Ah," And then, all right. And then you can be surrounded by like-minded people. Okay. So do you kind of see a move for me? Well, I I think you should move back to Seattle, but that's just me. (laughs) Um, That's so nice. Yeah. Um. No. I. You know. You can live wherever you. Are. You like Ohio, don't you? I mean, you seem happy there. I. I feel happy, except that holistic health piece. Yeah. It, so it, you it just need to. Yeah. You just. You know. Obviously, there are holistic practitioners everywhere in the country, around the world, and where you are too. So I think you just need to go find your people and your tribe, and and stay connected to them. Okay. Okay. Awesome advice. Thank All you right. so much. You're welcome. Have a lovely care. day. Yeah, thanks, Claire, for joining us from Ohio, 877-825-8828 is the number. We'll travel back to Northern Virginia. Hopefully, we've got Nicole standing by. Nicole, hello. Hey, I'm here. Thank you. Oh, great. Hi, Nicole. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm lovely. What can I do for you? Well, um, I've been going through um, uh, treatment for Lyme disease and Uh co-infections when I was diagnosed in 2013. And you're still doing the treatment? Go ahead. You're still doing the treatment? I am. Um, I've been moved into what they call maintenance. Um, the protocol was uh, major antibiotics for right. a couple of weeks, and then you'd take time off, and right. they would treat co-infection separately, and mm-hmm. it's been going on for a long time. And mm-hmm. so I've been Are you ready to stop? 
Oh, I've been ready to stop for a long okay, time. So, I, I, so here's what I, I, you know, my specialty is autoimmune disorders. Of course, every disease is based on the immune system. So I love the immune system. It makes me so happy. And I even love immune disorders because we've learned so much, you know, about the body and the mind. And so people who have a tendency to have immune disorders kind of chronically in their body need to think positively. So this means, and you can disagree with me, this means you have this te- a tendency to think more negatively. When, when we look at the solar plexus, which is the third chakra in the body, it has a strong connection, which governs the immune system. The third chakra governs the immune system. So it has a strong relationship with the mind because the third layer of the aura, which is you know an energy body outside of you, is the mental plane. So all of your thoughts affect your immune system. So you have to learn to think happily all the time, regularly. You have to train yourself. And this will take care of your immune disorder, which you've already, you've done all the right things. You know, I've, when, known all, I've known everything you're telling me. I know. Is, well, you have resistance uh, to it. You, it. you like to complain a little bit more than I think you should. And, and your soul <laughs> wants you to learn this. Otherwise, this would not have happened. This is, you pick the perfect time to learn to be a positive person. Perfect time in the world to be a positive person. So you. you need to work on this. And then, and, and then you're just going to be happily noticing how much better you feel, how longer you feel better. You're going to gain that consciousness. You're going to notice when you're in resistance, just like how um, Corinne and I were discussing earlier. You're going to notice that. And you're going to have bigger gaps where you can have more opportunities to choose to be in the happy place versus the place. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So congratulations. Um, this is great. Can I ask you another question about... I uh, have been suffering from insomnia for a couple of years, and that is a side effect of, of the disease. And I think you need to stop saying that you have Lyme's disease, number one. I, I, want, I don't want you to pull that energy towards you. I think part of this is hormonal, and I think there's many, many things that you can do that are very positive and effective to help you to sleep. So um, I want you to write into my website. It's energyintuitive.com. Say, this is Nicole from Virginia. You're on the phone with me. I have insomnia. You're going to, like, make some suggestions, potentially. You can ask your naturopath about it or who, whomever is some of your caregivers. And so, again, no more negative speaking. I don't want you to say the word insomnia anymore. Here's what I want you to say to yourself. What if, and what if questions, right? What if every night my sleep is wonderful? What if? I want you to start changing the vibration in your body so it can match what you want versus matching what you don't want. Okay. Got it. Yay. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great day. Thanks, Nicole, for joining us. 877-825-8828 is the number for the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We have time for maybe one, two, if we can get. And okay. uh, we'll start with Kelly. Kelly's calling in from Seattle. Hi, Kelly. Hi. Hi, Marie. Hi, Kelly. What can I do for I'm, you? I'm really excited to, to be talking with you. I took your intuitive class last year. Ooh, how did it go? You know, it was really cool. You did a you did a scan for me, which was neat. Um, oh, fun. I was wondering if you could just do a read on me. Um, I'm having some. Uh, I I have physical challenges, um, mm-hmm. health challenges. Mm-hmm. I have for a long time, mm-hmm. and I have an upcoming a potential upcoming surgery next year, and I just sort of want to have a read. Okay, so what do you do to counter your health challenges? What what, what do you do? Your- you know, I have been, um, you know, really trying to change my nutrition. Mm. I've been trying to build strength, and I've been listening to a lot of audiobooks from Greg Braden, Joe mm-hmm. Dispenza. Great, great. That, that- to try to stay in that zone. And, and do you ever listen to Esther Hicks? 
I do. Yeah. I do. Okay. I listen to her every day, believe it or not. I okay. even listen to her on the way to the show today because as Benny knows, I don't always leave with a ton of time to get to the radio show, you know, and I didn't have my assistant in the car with me, so I couldn't get in the the carpool lane to get on the freeway, but I know a, a sneaky route where... With, don't tell everybody. Yeah, with my toll pass that I can, as one person, I can legally get in the toll lane immediately, but I have to like... Anyway, so I knew that's if I, I say, don't tell anybody. Yeah, that's why I knew if I was listening to Esther, I would get here in plenty of time, which did happen. I got here with several minutes to spare, which is in radio, that's kind of all you need, you know, because they have to do commercials. And so if you get here before your show, you could at least have at least five more minutes, at least you know, sitting in the studio. So at any rate, that's, I think, why I got here. I had an easy time getting a parking spot. I remembered the code to the garage. And again, I don't have my assistant with me, you know, got my tea. I didn't spill any on me. It was like, just a win, 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 win experience. And I think it's because I was listening to Esther because I love her so much. I think she's incredible. And I know she will heighten my vibration. So this is what you need to do. You're, you're already identifying things that heighten frequency. And I want you to identify some more things that bring you more joy that you just have to click on a YouTube video every few seconds or whatever. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, keep on the right track. I like it. I like Joe Braden. I mean, I like Greg Braden and I love Joe Dispenza. I think they're both wonderful guys. But they also talk a lot, you know, and I mean, no offense. I think they're amazing. They're incredible. I think you need more of a ah, frequency when you're listening to YouTube things. Does that make sense? Okay. Do okay. you get a sense of uh, if surgery is a good idea uh, to keep going or? I, I get a sense. I feel like you're in the middle. Like it would be really nice yeah. if you could not have the surgery, right? Wouldn't that be nice? Right. So it would be. It would be super nice. So I just think you need to elevate your energy like. I know this sounds like a lot, but like even 20% more, I really see what they told me was 40, but I'm like, can we give me a better number? And they said, okay, if she can just get it up 20% more, 20% more, then I think, and so try Esther Hicks and she may not be your, you know, she may not make you as happy as it makes me. That doesn't matter. I want you to find things that are going to, maybe it's a funny show because laughter helps so much. If you can laugh your head off, that's high frequency. Right. Okay. Like when we so were at things the that are high, find high, things that are high vibration frequency. and you don't have to listen okay. to an hour of a podcast, you know, just a few minutes here and there just to keep that frequency up. Does that make sense? It does. Okay. It does. Thank you. You're welcome. And we're sending you joyful blessings for a healthy body and only, right. only positive energy. If you have to have surgery, of course, um, to okay. the OR and the docs and the tools. But, but I think you could maybe not have the surgery, which would be amazing. That would be great. Well, yeah. thank you, Marie. You're welcome. Have a beautiful day. Yeah, thanks, Kelly, for joining us. 877-825-8828. We actually have all open lines right now. We just blew right through them. I know. Isn't so that lovely? So if you lovely? can sneak in, we can get one in. And, and you know, why we're, now, yeah, why we're waiting for someone potentially yeah. to call in is also um, my online course is coming up October 10th and I believe the 24th. It's a 90-minute online course. I think we have a few spots left. So you can go to energyintuitive.com and sign up for that class. I know we have a commercial that's playing for it as well. Um, I'm very excited. It's all about intuition. So the first 90-minute online course, I'm going to be talking and teaching about how the layers of intuition work. Because we have this huge, amazing multi-universe that's available to us. And to understand it, to feel it, to connect with it, to kind of get some idea that you're not just this only person living in the physical realm, you know, sitting in your car or your home or at your job, that, that there's so much surrounding you and so much available for you. 
um, is going to be the focus of our first class. And then the second class is about how do you personalize your ability to intuit and receive information. And um, I'm just so excited about the whole thing. It's going to be super fun. You should be excited. I am super excited. Mm -hmm. And I'm very happy, too, that I I met a centipede that wasn't poisonous, you know, because I I (laughs) kind of met a centipede when I was in Hawaii that was poisonous. I didn't know. I assumed it was poisonous because it was red um, very fast. Um, I encountered it in this room. And luckily, I didn't pick, try to pick it up and move it out of the house because I don't kill bugs. You know, I'm one of those people that removes. And that's what you probably should have needed to do is just leave it alone. Let them yeah, run away. Yeah, it, it was so fast that it got away. Let's uh, jump to the phones. <laughs> Hi, you're live on the air with the Marie Manu Cherry Show. What's your name? Hello? Hello. Hi, this is Melissa. Hi, Melissa. Hi, Welcome Melissa. to the show. You're live on the air with Marie. Yeah. Oh, how fabulous. Thank oh, you. Good. I was, I've been listening to the whole show, and I... Kept calling in, and of course Aww. it was busy, busy. I thought, well, somebody else needs it well, more it's than I do today. Now. But hey, I'm here. Yeah. Hey, Melissa. So where do you live? I live in Tacoma, and oh, I studied Reiki with you, Marie. Oh, thank you so much. So was it, I know there's not a lot fun? of time, was but I'll fun? just tell you really quickly. Yeah. I I I've been doing a lot of lucid dreaming recently, so yeah. I don't know whether I dreamt this or whether I made it up. But I got this message. The voice said, "You have." A mass behind your right eye. Ooh. I know. Aww. And I thought, you know, so I, I asked guides to talk to me some more about this, and I haven't been getting any information, and I thought, I'm going to call Marie and see what she sees. Okay, so have you had any weird change in your vision? No. Okay, so when was the last time you went to the eye doctor? Uh, it's probably been a couple of years. So let's go make an appointment for the eye doctor, but I don't see a mass behind your right eye. So Great. Okay, this is good. And you don't seem, you know, you're not worried or concerned. So somehow maybe you in, misinterpreted that information, but I do want you to go to the eye doctor because they can see those things. Luckily. Right. You know, most people, when they get diagnoses that have anything to do with the brain, eye doctors are, you know, come kind of on the front leading part of that, which is fa- fascinating. So so when you had that experience, you're, so it was a dream, well, I'm not oh. sure because I, I have gotten these sort of. Clear I totally audience. got it. Okay. Well, I think so. Okay, was this go du- ahead. was this during a dream? Maybe. You're not sure. I have these vivid dreams before waking in the morning, yeah. but that's also like right after I wake is when I sometimes get these messages. Right, and so you think that the message happened during the dream state. Maybe. Okay, but but you weren't awake when you received the message. Well, like I say, I sometimes lucid dream, so I'm not sure. Okay. So so here's, because dreams have, I have only a minute. Dreams usually are not translated exactly the way they happen. I think this is about your third eye. I think you have this beautiful, amazing, I already drew it out, gorgeous third eye. You need to spend more time in your emotional body, take some classes about intuition. I think your intuition is on fire. That's what I think this is about. Oh, I love it. I okay. want to take your March class. Oh, well, go ahead and sign up. Hurry up and sign up now. Yeah. Yep. Thank you, Melissa. <laughs> Thank have a you. gorgeous I love day. You. I love you too. Thanks for calling in. And we do have a Reiki workshop coming up, but it is sold out. We are taking a waiting list for individuals. Um, so maybe I'll teach one in the spring to if the, we have enough people on the waiting Let's list. See what happens. You snooze, you lose. <laughs> Got to get in now. Well, you know, I try to keep it at forty. Um, I I, I keep point. it low, low so I can bring as much yeah. individual attention to people who come to the class. And it looks like Melissa had fun. So we're looking forward for those people. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Joyful blessings. Have a gorgeous, gorgeous day. Thank you, Benny, for all your help. Bye-bye for now.